Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Venusian Vibes podcast. I'm Naya. And I'm Cam. And we are here to just spread spiritual knowledge and help heal the collective conscious. Yes, we are here to educate you and give you some type of knowledge, wisdom, and anything, any questions you might have on spiritual community, spiritual concepts, and just how to start yourself off with your spirituality, you know, things like that. Things like that. And to get to know us better, we're going to share some things that we like to do spiritually for our healing. I like to do Reiki on myself. I really enjoy meditation and I also enjoy yoga. My favorite type of yoga is Hatha yoga. And I also journal quite a lot. Everything I would like to write down, I do. What about you, Kim? Okay, so things that I enjoy. I enjoy music. I, spirituality-wise, I, um, my favorite part of spirituality, I say, is just making sure that I'm protected. I like crystals a lot, astrology, things like that. You know, get into learning more about yourself, the birth chart. So, that's what I'm into. A little bit of tarot here and there, but mostly just, um, mostly getting into palmistry too. So, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, palmistry. Tell us a little bit more about that. So, palmistry, basically what you're doing is someone's like reading like lines on your hands, how soft your hands are, your nail shape, your everything. Everything basically goes into um, basically not your future, but just the type of things that go into the course of your life and uh, what events might unfold for you. So, yeah. Oh, that is quite entertaining. I also want to tell the audience that we both have our own businesses. Mine is called 432 Hertz Healing, and what I focus on is crystals and other holistic goods, and I also provide spiritual services such as lithomancy, Reiki, acupressure, and guided meditations. Yes, and for my business, my business is called Surrounded by Stitches, and I enjoy making crochet clothes, tops, pants, just anything. I enjoy crocheting and making you feel beautiful on the outside, too. So... Yeah, Naya's there to heal you from inside. I'm there to heal you from outside. <laughs> and when I tell you the clothes is popping, all right. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you. <laughs> right. More about meditation, though. Yes, I do guide meditations for clients all the time. And Cam didn't mention it, but she also has a really nice drum and other spiritual instruments that helps people with healing she loves healing her friends healing people that she cares about so today we're going to guide you through a very very quick meditation some breath work to really get into this podcast and be present while listening so cam take it away with your drum all right so this is my ocean drum that i have so you can just relax and listen to the lovely noises And exhale. 
right, we're gonna do two more breaths. Inhale. And exhale. Inhale. And exhale. I hope y'all souls feel rejuvenated, energized, you feel clearer, and yes. That was a lovely meditation guided by lovely Naya. Yes, yes, yes. Now we have the instruments. <laughs> yes, with our lovely spiritual instruments. And um, if you want to keep updated with us, um, we both have Instagrams that we're quite active on. My Instagram is Naya Kalala, that is N-Y-A. K-A-L-A-L-A-H. I know that is complicated, but you got it. Black names should not be considered that complicated. And Cam, what's your Instagram? My Instagram is Earthy Individualist. So Earthy.individualist. Yes. Yes. And we both do Q&As on our stories. And we also do Instagram Lives together where we do spiritual Q&As for anyone that has any questions about basic spiritual concepts or about our own practice. And speaking of the Q&As that we have on our stories and our lives, we get asked quite frequently certain questions that we want to address today in this podcast. So Cam, would you like to say the first frequently asked question? Yes, yeah, so one frequently asked question, number one, is how do I start my spiritual journey? So we're going to get into that, how you can start your basics, your beginner tips, and just how to round yourself out with spirituality at first. All right, Kim, what is your answer to that question? So I would say that you don't need much to start your spiritual journey. Just kind of start looking within and, um, yeah. You don't need much to start with it. You can just, you don't have to have too many things. Just All right. For me, how I see a spiritual journey is that I believe that we are always on our spiritual journeys because we are all spiritual people. So when we become aware of this journey, it's usually what people call the start of their spiritual journey. But just be aware you're never falling on or off of your spiritual journey. Like you're always on it. And how do you start it? You just be here, be present, at least try to, and become more aware of yourself. Like what Cam said, introspection is very important on your spiritual healing journey. Yep. Yep, yep. So uh, now we're going to get into second question. Why do I need to start my second, my spiritual journey? So what you might need. So like I said, you might not need too, too much things. Just a simple you note. Know, yourself, a journal, one crystal here or two if you're into crystals. So you don't have to like buy up the whole store, buy up the whole candle shop aisle, none of that. Just, you can start fresh, like, you know, journal will be good, crystals, so that's pretty good. Just start off, yeah. All right, what do I need to start my spiritual journey? Really, we need absolutely nothing except a connection to our spirit. But at the end of the day, like crystals really help. You do not need crystals. But look, if you want one or two, like what Cam said, that can really work if you know you're into that. 
Um, what also helps can be candles, you know, building your altar that we will talk more about later. And just whatever makes you feel comfortable with yourself, especially a journal. You can journal on your phone. You can journal on your computer. You can actually have a physical journal. You can literally meditate and talk about your day. And that's your form of journaling. There's a lot of different things you can do. But to answer the questions that we get asked a lot, what do I need to start my spiritual journey? In reality, it's absolutely nothing. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with that. You don't need too much. You can start off with yourself. That's how most times you realize you're on your spiritual path is yourself. <laughs> yep. Okay, so next question. What do I do if I fall off my spiritual journey? So I feel like a lot of people kind of talk about how they kind of on and off sometimes with the spiritual journey, and that's fine. You know, we have a lot of life ups and downs, doing a breeze of up, not sending it to altar every day or same manifestation or whatever. Either even just journaling every day you know something different so we fall off i would just say start back whenever you want to when you feel like you know just do whenever you feel called exactly exactly and uh, my answer to that question of what do i do if i fall off my spiritual journey is just a reminder that we are inherently spiritual we are born spiritual we die spiritual we are always spiritual even if we don't know we are. So if you fall off, you're not technically falling off. What you're falling off of is your practice, not your spiritual journey. So when you fall off your practice, there's a lot of things that you know can motivate you to get back on it. Personally, what I do is I watch motivational videos, not the ones that like fat shame people and like say everyone's lazy and unproductive or anything of that sort, but just like, mindful messages of you know how you can get your day on track and like maybe a little bit of those that girl routines on youtube they also help but just anything that can motivate me to get up and meet myself on the mat and really meditate and connect with myself anything that inspires me to do that will definitely put me back onto my practice yeah that sounds really good those are some really good gems just so you won't feel bad if you're falling off your practice. You know, we all go through life stuff, so things change. Most definitely. And we also wanted to give some beginner tips for people that are just becoming aware of their spiritual journey because of that lovely app of TikTok. There is a lot of y'all. So <laughs> Very true. <laughs> no shade, no shade, no shade. It yeah. Was just <laughs> Like, it's a blessing that so many people are acknowledging their spiritual journeys and becoming more aware. Like, it is really a blessing. But some tips that we have is, for one, finding an elder or a spiritual teacher. The internet is not always your friend when it comes to this. And you may look at Instagram models or Instagram spiritual healers and you know, people on Twitter, like people on Twitter can be really helpful, but just random people on Twitter and especially TikTok. TikTok, everybody thinks they're a spiritual teacher. I say go out, find an elder, find a spiritual teacher that you can rely on. This might cost some money, but if you don't have the money, there's a lot of people that do it for free. If you just go to a monastery or go to a certain place, you can even go to church. Like we not judging. 
can even go to church. So just find someone that can assist you on your journey of full awareness and presence. And this can really be helpful for your journey. Absolutely. That was some really, really good tips for um, finding an elder or a teacher that you rely on and trust. That's really good. So another big uh, introductory concept is connecting with other spiritually aware people. So usually when you first start your spiritual journey, you kind of feel isolated and you feel like not a lot of people on your path or maybe you're outgrowing some of your friends. So what I'd say about that is eventually you'll find people that you're going to gravitate towards and are spiritually aware. And um, some, well, everyone is spiritual already. So um, can't really force people to tap into themselves just yet. So let's say you want a partner to be spiritually aware, but they just haven't done that yet. Or they may not done that, may have not done that, you know. You'll find those people and you're not really gonna have to force people to kind of be just like you. So don't fit in to certain groups or circles that you don't feel like is aligned with you anymore. You'll find those people who are meant to be in your soul tribe. So at first maybe a little tough, but eventually you'll start finding one people, another person, another person, another person, and then you'll have a little circle. So you only that much, but you'll have a little circle. <laughs> you have a little circle. <laughs> yeah. You don't need too much, too much people, especially when you're getting into something like this, where you're trying to reprogram and just uh, heal yourself. Because spirituality also love on healing, keeping yourself loved and self-love and all that. So you just want to surround yourself with the most best people ever, best intentions, you know, as best as it can be. Right, right. I like what you said about like finding your soul tribe. That's something that we can talk about a little more in the future. And another tip that we have for you guys is to research different spiritual systems and where they come from. And, you know, um, especially with a lot of spirituality and spiritual concepts being on the Internet, especially TikTok, you really don't know where the origins of the practice you're trying to develop comes from unless you do that research, unless you read those books and articles and things of that sort. But um, it's important to see if they're closed or an open practice. A lot of things, especially African traditional religions, are closed practices. So it's really important to see like what you're practicing. Don't just listen to random people on the internet. It's important to do that research. Like, why are you doing the certain asana, which is a yoga pose? Why are you doing certain things? Why do you believe in the chakras? Why do you believe in certain like beliefs? Where do they come from? Really important to know. So that's another tip that we have for you. Do you have any more tips, Kim? Yeah, I probably say kind of just a uh, backpack on the researching. A lot of stuff that you see on the internet, especially TikTok also, um, like now I mentioned, um, is a lot of cultures are kind of like mushed together in a way. So especially new age stuff um, or quote, quote, new age, whatever you want to say. But a lot of stuff is um, derived from like other cultures and other religions and just put into one big thing, and that's just spirituality, new age. No, like Naya said, stuff has come from other cultures where they just practice it. And they did everything regarding that one practice. They didn't mix those stuff. I mean, you can, of course, but no, that's not being fluid. Spirituality is fluid, but it's just, Good for you to be aware of where things come from so you're being properly informed because someone can ask something about it and then you'll be kind of taken aback like oh i know it's part of your whatever whatever and then you know you kind of looking confused or whatever so it's just good to know 
be aware of everything you're delving into definitely definitely and um one open practice that i would like to mention that if you are a beginner maybe a lot of the spiritual concepts you'll learn on tiktok or on twitter would be from is buddhism so it's buddhism is very a very very welcoming belief system more so a lifestyle than a belief system actually but it's very very welcoming so um that doesn't mean appropriate anything from certain asian cultures at all that just means you know do your research and do your best to relieve suffering and accept liberation into your life and the ones you love yeah yeah absolutely i just feel like if you're doing everything with good intentions and you're going in there pure heart i'm trying to manipulate or just going in with a good clear head you're good so buddhism definitely something that is more integrated a lot with uh, spirituality nowadays so definitely something you can look into if you're really trying to like to stick to something where those type of values align with you definitely and um I'm pretty sure people will be curious of this, but Cam, would you like to share how long you've been aware of your spiritual journey? Okay, so technically I've been initiated into the five system as a Shango priestess since I was nine. So like subconsciously I've been tapped into spirituality already, but it's like really I've been practicing by myself, like, you know, out your house, you know, in your own space type of thing, really for about maybe like three years. But it's like when I was a child, I already was doing a lot of spiritual things that relate to my practice. I just didn't really know about it. So yeah, probably since I was nine, I've been doing a lot of things in my culture, which is like the Ifa, Lukumi system. Um, not Lukumi, I'm sorry. Woo, Yorba. Not Lukumi, Yorba um, system. So yeah, since I was nine. All right. All right. And I would like to also share how long I have been aware of my spiritual journey. I grew up with two spiritually aware parents that allowed me and my siblings to really observe different cultures and different belief systems for what they are rather than adopting a certain religion. We just kind of observe them. But I wasn't on my healing journey then, even learning about different, you know, religious beliefs I was just doing my thing. I had a lot of spiritual experiences and I believe that I've always been tapped into my psychic abilities, but I really came to my own healing journey and wanted to really step into the energy of the universe when I was like 16, 17. And by the way, I'm 21 now, so it's it has been some time, but yeah, it's been it's been a while. I know um, it hasn't been the longest time, but we, me and Cam both have been on this journey like kind of our whole lives. So we have a lot of advice to give about things we learned from our childhood and even now. Yeah, especially childhood, because like we were children, we kind of know everything about why we're doing this or why we're doing that. But now since we're older, it's like, oh, this is a part of something that people are now joining now. So we definitely have a lot of wisdom. <laughs> definitely have a lot of wisdom. Oh, we just, a lot of wisdom. Yeah. Yep, yep. 
And might I add, before we sound like a little arrogant or a little too cocky, that um, wisdom is something that we can all tap into. It's just that like it's there for all of us. It's just that Cam and I and like a lot of different people have tapped into that energy that has been stored within them and that knowledge. So we accepted the fact that we know nothing and everything. So yeah. We just accept all lives. <laughs> Yo, yeah, we know nothing at all, but at the same time, we have all the knowledge we need. So, speaking of that, it would be really nice if we just get into our spiritual lessons right now that we've learned from being on our healing journeys for so long. So, I would like Cam to go first with this one because, yes, I just love hearing your voice. <laughs> Thank you. I'm looking at my shell now speaking publicly, so it's helping me. <laughs> it's helping me. Okay, so so for the first one, I definitely would say the importance of setting boundaries. Now I know we all heard this a million times. Setting boundaries, 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 how important that is. Okay. Just aside from spirituality, it is important to boundaries people every single day, but spiritual boundaries is also different. Because usually when you first start getting into the spiritual journey, you start realizing a lot and you know everything shifts. So you're kind of like, oh, I don't know how to protect myself from somebody's energy or whatever else is going on. I don't know how to shield myself. You know, just you're getting you're starting out. It's perfectly fine. But um also setting boundaries with people, you if you're a nice person, a lot of people take advantage of that and they'll walk over you. So, um, just set boundaries with people or just making yourself known that it's okay to say no to people when you need it. Like, if stuff is not serving time, energy, especially you know you can't do it, say no. Don't pull in too much stuff for you to worry about. And then you're just, you know, you put a lot of stuff on your spirit that you have to do or say or commit to. And you don't want that. You don't really like, you know, committing to that. You don't feel like, you don't feel like saying yes. So, um, I don't remember who told me this. I don't know if it was you, Naya, but how you said give 24 hours to decide, make a decision, you know, if you want to help somebody or not. I, I forgot who said that recently. People make it tough to set boundaries, but eventually you'll get it. I'm not saying I still struggle with it now. I don't know. No, I'm not a, a whiz and a magic expert at this, but it's really good to do that. So for the next point, choosing to protect your own peace. So, okay, I think this was like the first, first lesson I learned. I remember it was the first lesson I learned because naturally I'm a very giving person. I'm a very giving person, I'm very caring. So if I see somebody who um, going through stuff or, or just anything, like I'm quick to just jump and help, and which is fine. But sometimes those people, you know, don't have best interest, which is fine too. Um, but just choosing where to place your own energy and place your own peace and where not to insert yourself into other people's lives, that's also good for you. That's also another thing also the boundaries for yourself. Like choosing what battles to put up with, choosing what people to let you let in your circle, um, and choosing what people to let, you know, access your energy. That's really, really important because at the end of the day, you are you, you you suffice yourself. So you're doing this all for you. You need to, at the end of the day, you need to collect back your energy from people and from places that don't serve you to where, you know, your peace is being compromised. 
But yeah, you go ahead and add it with your two, and then we can backpack off each other from the other two and two. All right. So some lessons I have learned on my 21-year spiritual journey is that one, love is easy and universal. So I know that does not sound believable and it does sound like some cheesy bullshit, but unfortunately it is true. <laughs> love is easy. And what what does that even mean that it's easy to love people? What if they did terrible things? What if they hurt me? What if I don't want them in my life anymore? And this is just your reminder that you can have love for every being that lives, every plant, every crystal, every animal, every human, without having a deep connection with them, without liking them, and without having them in your life. You can just have general love for all people. It doesn't have to be so deep. It doesn't have to be romantic. It doesn't even have to be friendly or familial. It could just be generalized love. And that is really easy to do. And it really helps balance your heart chakra and it is pretty universal. What we call life force energy, prana, chi, reiki energy, all of it is love. All of it is really love. Like that energy that we tap into, when we feel our energy, when we're present and we can feel that tingly feeling all around our aura, we get that same feeling when we really, really, really love someone or something. So just a reminder that that love is really life force energy. It's what you tap into, it's what you accept. And, you know, if you really, if this resonates with you, trust that it really helps heal your heart chakra. It really allows yourself to feel love deeply for yourself and for other human beings. And also if you're into, you know, completely obliterating suffering loving one another and seeing the connection we all have to each other is really helpful to aid people on their own healing journeys so another thing about healing is that we were convinced by capitalism <laughs> that we need so many things but in reality the only things that you need is your hands and your spirit you really don't need anything else, but these tools are helpful. I am not saying that the tools aren't helpful. Tarot cards, even Ouija boards, I don't use those, but I know a lot of people do. Oracle cards, crystals, crystal wands, all of those, so, so, so helpful. However, don't let anyone convince you that you need them 100%. All you need is your hands especially to do reiki especially to do this healing work you just really need your hands people will convince you if you don't have this very specific crystal or very specific tarot card that you won't be able to do the healing that you need to be doing but trust that you really don't need selenite all you need is a quick prayer in anjali mudra and to remind yourself that you are here but don't get me wrong, tools are really, really helpful. So um, I wanted to ask, Cam, did you have anything to say about that? Um, let me see. Nah, you pretty much got all the good, the good points out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. 
All right, so on to these next points. So, lessons that I have learned. So, on to the third one giving too much of your own energy away and how to practice just returning your energy back to yourself. So, um, a lot of times in life, of course, we have a lot of tasks or just things where we have to direct our energy towards that. You know, at the end of the day, we kind of need that back for ourselves so we can re replenish our energy and not have it just in places where it doesn't serve us anymore. So, this kind of, like I said, this all really goes back to just choosing where to place yourself and put and where to place your spend your time, your energy, and your space on people, places, and things. So, that's really good. Just make sure that, you know, I've also, like I said, I've also learned this too. Just, Choosing wisely where to discern, where to put yourself into things. So that's really good. And then my last point is that you are your own journey. And it is really good um, along the spiritual journey just to be your most authentic self. So um, a lot of the key things, especially with healing and like childhood wounds, just inner child things, you are on the way to finding yourself and turning back to your most 100% authentic self. So all the things you like, all the you know, stuff you're drawn to, that's all part of who you are. So really just, as long as you're able to just be your most authentic self without any judgment, um, who cares what the person is? No, no, it's really harder to say than do, but you are your own person and your journey made not like whoever else's, you know, this is you. So basically it's okay to be unique. Don't fit yourself into places where you don't need to be. And Eventually, your most authentic self will also find other authentic selves, and then y'all can be soul tribe and friends. So, all right, that was definitely a good point. I liked how you brought up soul tribes again because I just feel like I'm finding mine. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely in that space of my life at the moment. But some more tips that I have, or more so lessons that I learned on my healing journey is that we are always on it so you are always on your spiritual journey and it's really important just like ham said that you're on your own journey and to be your most authentic self because at the end of the day spirituality is not going to look the same for any two people it's going to look different you may not be the flowy skirt crop top waist beads crystals everywhere type of person but that doesn't mean you're not a spiritual person. That doesn't invalidate your spirituality. You can you can listen to whatever you want to listen to. If you want to listen to songs about killing and shooting and drugs, you can. That doesn't mean you're not spiritual anymore. If you want to listen to Janae Aiko and Solange all day, you can also do that too. It's what I like to do. But <laughs> you can also do that as well like yeah. that doesn't make you more spiritual than the next person so that's just a reminder you know that you're always on it another thing that i wanted to remind everyone of is that everything and everyone is connected and before you say mm -mm, i do not like that bitch i am not connected to her like before you say that um, <laughs> just know that when it comes down to it, we were all made by the same divine creator. And if you don't believe in a certain creator, you can just say the universe or God or whatever word you choose to say 
to assign to that being in the sky that we don't really know what it is, whatever you want to call it. Basically, that thing made all of us. It, it literally made all of us. We all came from the same matter. So, you know, it's important to look at other people and kind of see yourself in them in a way and know that something connects the two of you. So you have, you have a certain connection to everyone. You are spiritually connected to literally everyone. Just a reminder that when you treat someone poorly, it's more so a reflection of how you would treat yourself because everything is connected and everyone is connected. We are connected to the trees. We are connected to each other. We're connected to the crystals we buy. We're connected to water. We're connected to literally all of the elements. So this is a reminder of that. And while we're on the topic of how we treat people, it is another thing that I learned on my spiritual journey that how I treat people and how I give love to people and spread love to others really reflects how I would treat myself and how I would love myself. So I realized that it's really hard for me to love people when I don't even love myself. So it's like, I can only love them to the same extent that I love myself. So if I love myself fully and genuinely and unconditionally, I'll be able to give that to other people. Keep that in mind of, you know, improving your relationship with yourself to further improve your relationship with others. It's, it's really helpful and it was a really deep part of my healing journey. Those are definitely super helpful people. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, so now that we are done with um, our spiritual journey lessons and what we've learned, we're going to jump into some beginner tips. Um, so these will just help you along your way. All right, so basically, I know we all going through healing process. We've all been through some things or not been through some things. But either way, healing isn't linear or ever over. I may, that may sound like a drag or like, oh, I'm doing all this work. It's not over. What do you mean? Well, basically, every day, <laughs> every day is an opportunity of a lesson to be learned or to be integrated. So even if today you don't have a lesson to learn, okay, you learned something another day. Now it's time to implement that. It's time for you to make those changes in your life if they need to be changed. But either way, though, you're leveling up to become your most best self. So. Like I said, every day is opportunity to learn something or integrate a lesson. So, um, another another big point is now we're seeing us a lot on Twitter. Okay, a lot. We're not calling nobody out, of course, because but about um, low vibrational and high vibrational things, especially emotions. So, a lot of people think sometimes when you're angry, that means that you are in low vibrational state now most of these times emotions are temporary so um you're angry for a reason you're most of the time we're angry for a reason we're upset for a reason and this kind of like talk in a way i feel like it also um undermines the way you're feeling kind of like invalidates the way you're feeling and just because you're happy and you feel abundant you feel like you can track everything in the world that doesn't mean you're high vibrational either 
those type of terms are being thrown around really loosely and it makes people kind of feel really self-conscious about the way that they're exerting themselves or just feeling you know we're all human these emotions are here for a reason you know so i don't really don't worry too much about lower vibration high vibrational things now of course you can be an asshole and then you know that's whatever you want to call that but just don't worry so much about things being high vibrational and oh my god i'm upset i'm angry i snap with somebody i'm low vibe no i want to fuck with me no more no like it's okay to just feel some special times so yeah real true true and before you get into the rest of the tips that you have for the audience, I definitely want to dive deeper into what is considered low vibrational and what's considered high vibrational. So I have a little story about that. Um, I was definitely convinced that certain emotions were high vibrational and certain emotions were low vibrational at one point, especially in the very beginning of my healing journey, I was like, ooh, if I'm sad, I got a low vibe. I don't want to deal with people at this time because I'll basically make them have a low vibe and I didn't want to be a burden. And I would assume that when I feel like I'm on top of the world and that I can't die and when um, basically I could do anything or whatever, that was a high vibe and that was exactly what I needed to feel. So please be aware of what these people consider a high vibe and a low vibe, because when you go down to it and you look scientifically and spiritually, no emotions are lower vibrational. No emotions are higher vibrational. Allowing yourself to feel the full spectrum of emotions and to be human and to let go and surrender to how you feel and release it when need be. When you allow yourself to just be, that is what would be a high vibe, not suppressing your emotions and basically making yourself suffer because you're afraid of what other people would label you as. So I'm definitely glad that you brought up that topic and that beginner tip because a lot of people definitely need to hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know a lot of people worry about it because like, it's the discourse for especially especially on Twitter is like it's just so much of it, you know, it's thrown around so loosely and it makes people, you know, feel bad about the way they're feeling and validate their emotions. So no, 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 no. Just like up to feel and be that's the best thing to do. And then okay, so lastly for my beginner tip is that abundance isn't just about money. It's also within you. So on my first live, I kind of got into this. On my first live on Instagram, I did the meditation with sound bowl and all that. Kind of got into this. But basically, um, a lot of people think abundance is just money. I'm rich. I got all this stuff in my account. You know, coins, whatever, whatever. It isn't just that. It's also about the way you view yourself. It's about the love you get, the love you get, um, the blessings you have in your life, your talents, your gifts. So. You know, even if you, I don't know, dirt broke, your account was negative $500, whatever, whatever. Like, okay, of course I'm not saying, you know, you know, I'm struggling financially. That's fine. Yes, but that doesn't mean you're still without. Like, you still are, even though 
these material funds aren't there for you right now, that doesn't mean that you're not abundant. It doesn't mean you still are a good person. That doesn't mean that you still have these wonderful things that the universe or higher source or higher power, whatever you believe in, has been um, giving you. So I just want to give that a big, big tip. Like abundance is not just $5,000 in your account, a million dollars in your account. It's really more about within yourself. Within yourself. So you have all the money in the world and you still don't feel like you're you. So, yeah. That's my last tip for beginners. Definitely. Abundance is not just about money. It is within you. Abundance surrounds you. Maybe the abundance that you have in your life is just love. Maybe the abundance you have is the abundance of family members that care about you, friends that care about you. Or maybe the people from your church, people from your mosque, people from your monastery, people from the communities that you indulge yourself in. Maybe the abundance is there. It doesn't always have to be about money. I know capitalism convinces us that everything has to do with money, but it really doesn't. It really doesn't. So wanted to get into the tips that I have for people who have just become aware of their spiritual journey. My first tip is to be careful who you choose as your spiritual teachers and to be wary of where you're learning about spirituality from and who you're learning spirituality concepts from. So most people, especially in the recent years of 2020 post-quarantine, not post, but like when it first started, and um, 2021 this year is that a lot of people are learning about spiritual concepts and about energy work through TikTok. And I'm not saying that people on TikTok simply do not know what they're talking about because some people truly do. Some people are teachers outside of the realm of TikTok and some people have, you know, a lot of gems that they would like to share with the world about mindfulness, mental health, and healing. However, there's a lot more people on TikTok that just want to spread misinformation, or they simply did not do the research or have their own spiritual teacher that they can go to to learn more about spiritual concepts. And another thing that Cam has mentioned earlier is that this new age spirituality um, is really a mix of closed practices from African traditional religions, closed practices from indigenous people, and open practices from Buddhism and Hinduism and Taoism. So there's a lot of mix of cultures and beliefs there. So you have to really understand where your information is coming from. Um, not everything is in a book as well. That is another tip. So all these tips are just going to blend together. But not everything is in a book. Like some traditions, especially African traditional religions, my Black people, I am talking to you. For the things that our people have practiced, a lot of it was very vocal it was oral traditions we would tell our descendants about them and you know our parents will tell us and their parents will tell them so not everything is in a book I know we're so used to 
getting our information that we consider valid from books, but that's why it's important to find, you know, a good spiritual teacher, one that can teach you about certain oral traditions as well. So how to find a good spiritual teacher? You can do it on the internet. You really can. However, it would be best to like search for someone. Sometimes you have to pay for it, but just search for someone, maybe from a church or another, you know, religious place that, you know, teaches people about their customs, about their beliefs. And if you're looking for people that have a lot of information and, you know, have been in contact with their ancestors and been in contact with their spiritual guides, then you can also look to them as well. Just make sure that they're patient. They don't shame you for not knowing certain things and that just other things you will look for in any teacher. Like you wouldn't want to go to class and the teacher is shaming you for not knowing what two plus two is and calling you a fucking idiot. That wouldn't be nice. So basically just look for someone that resonates with you. Look for someone that you get along with and that you enjoy being in their presence and in their aura. And another tip is to not let anyone invalidate your spirituality. I mentioned this earlier, you can listen to songs about guns, killing and shooting and drugs and still be spiritual. So a lot of people have this idea of what a spiritual person is supposed to look like But remember, in the beginning of this podcast, we mentioned that all of us are spiritual and that we are all spiritual beings and embodied spirits. So the fact that people try to invalidate other people's journey is just not fair. Our journeys, just like Cam said earlier, they're very individual and it's important to be our authentic selves. So if your authentic self looks like someone that dresses the way they want to, looks the way they want to, doesn't follow certain trends, then allow that to be you. Now, if you like the loose long skirts and the crop tops and wearing crystals and all of that, if you like doing that and that's authentic to you, for sure do it. But don't do it just because other people are doing it and you feel like you're forced to. Don't allow yourself to be forced by other people to make your spirituality fit a very small box that people expect it to fit into. My last tip is to just allow yourself to understand that prana is love and that this life force energy or Reiki energy or just like energy in general, any type of energy is really promoted and boosted by love. So if you carry a lot of love in your heart and move with love, it'll be a lot easier to heal like anything going on with you. It'll be a lot easier to just heal. Absolutely. Those are really good tips. And I shared in regards to just some beginner things for you. All right. So now we'll get into some book recommendations. All right. So my first book, so we're going to two books each. My first book recommendation is What Color Is Your Aura? So, um, you can also look online, like there's a little like fun little quizzes or whatever about what color your aura might be to you, you know, just kind of based off of personality type things. But also for this book, um, it's by Barbara Bowers. And there's a quiz in the beginning of it. And then all the colors that are the results, it'll give you maybe about 10 
pages of the description of what your aura might feel like to you, like to you, you know, things of that nature. So it's a pretty good book. This is actually like the first book I've gotten that um, circled around spiritual esoteric concepts. So that book is really good, understanding yourself more and, you know, yeah, just the type of aura to give off people sometimes but just know that your aura is always changing most times you do have a base space um or a color and that's good to know all right my second book now this is for the astrology my astrology peoples now this is like a really really beginner book um there's no like sun moon rising in here it's just like the astrology of you and me so it's called the astrology of you and me by gary goldschneider and basically this kind of goes over like, let's say like, for instance, you have a cancer, cancer sibling. It goes into like how a cancer sibling would be, if you and cancer sibling would fight, like, you know, cancer parent, cancer ex, cancer friend. But it's like the whole title is how have people and that zodiac sign. So it's pretty like very, very interpersonal. So where you can get into understanding like things about um, the other zodiac signs and how they will manifest into your relationships. So those books are good. Uh, I'll repeat them again. It's What Color Is Your Aura by Barbara Bowers. And then the other book I'm talking about is The Astrology of You and Me. And that's by Gary Schneider. It's pink. And yeah, two pretty good reads. Yes, that What Color Is Your Aura book was definitely spot on. I didn't even take the quiz. Um, me and one of my friends, like, we just see auras, like, just how it is. And I noticed that mine is usually lavender. So Cam had sent me the pages talking about lavender, and all of it resonated. Literally every single part of it resonated. So I was like, this this is a good book. This is a good book, definitely. Yes, it's super good. <laughs> it's super good. Mine tends to be yellow. Usually a lot of people say it's yellow on me. Even my friends, like you not, you said team yellow. And I feel yellow for myself. So I read it. It's spot on for me. So yeah, it's pretty spot on. There's like more than like, you know, it's a good amount of colors in here. Of course, you know, there's a real rainbow of colors in life. So it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Definitely, definitely. Some of the books that I would recommend for people who are just starting their healing journeys are one, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. It is a really good book just about, you know, spiritual tips that you can use on your healing journey and things to keep in mind while you're healing. And another book is about basically a spirit guide is written by a spirit guide but it is called ask and it is given by abraham hicks the spirit guide's name is abraham and it was bit a very interesting read it is all about manifestation and inviting you know things into your life especially abundance so it is and it answers a lot of questions like a lot of questions people may have about manifestation it answers a lot of them it is a very very good book Wow, that sounds good. I need to get on. I need to get on that. I'll be I having PDFs. I can send it to you. Okay, okay. <laughs> love, love, love. Send it to you. I'll be having PDFs. Oh, another tip. Another tip is 
to literally, if you have a lot of books you would like to read about spiritual concepts, just find a PDF. Let's not dive into the, I'm going to spend $1 million in order to heal. Like, find a PDF. <laughs> They're all on Google. They're somewhere. Right. Look at you want to read and find a PDF. Or you can definitely use Audible as well. This is not sponsored. I just love Audible. <laughs> I use it all the time. Like, I'd rather listen to a book than to physically read it. Listening to books are so easy. It, oh my God, I've been listening to so many books about um, Buddhism for a long time now. And just listening to them when I wake up in the morning for 30 minutes. And it's been great. So that is another tip to find PDFs and to use Audible. <laughs> Love it. I love it. Yeah, get on the Audible. Okay, you can listen to books while you're doing your morning routine, while you're cooking, taking care of baby, you know. <laughs> you can listen while you're getting knowledge while you're also still in this physical world, you know, you know. Definitely. All right. <laughs> so, we want to get into some YouTube recommendations that we both enjoy and that will be helpful towards you and your journey as well. So, this first, this first channel. So this is one of my very, 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 very good friends. Um, her name is Fairy. Um, channel is called Fairy Moja, and she also has a very wonderful, wonderful, wonderful jewelry um, store company. Everyone call it business. I have so much of her stuff. Anyways, get to the point. Um, her YouTube channel it covers. She. She's very transparent with her experiences and how she kind of transmute them into healing. So she's big on spirituality yourself, healing how you can take um, what you're going through and transmute it into other good things for yourself. So, you know, straight, like I say, very transparent, very open with her life experiences, and she'll be able to teach you how to move on with life, teach about um, just some things you can do to improve yourself. So I think she has like one channel up there right now, but y'all should check it out. Um, she's very transparent on one of her experiences. I won't go too much into it because I be a little trigger for some people, but it definitely is super helpful for that. And then my second recommendation is um, Brooklyn Goddess K. So um, they do, they do a host of like readings on their like, tarot readings, for instance, tarot readings, messages, channel messages, things like that, goddess energy messages, and their messages tend to always resonate. So they're also on Twitter too. They do a lot of card pulls um, for the day. It's like goddess energy messages. And then they also make intention oils too. So, yep, those are my two peoples. All right. And yes, Fairy makes amazing products and is very transparent on things she has gone through in her journey so it is definitely check her out very amazing shout out to you fairy but yes. um <laughs> yes um youtubers that i would recommend for people that are just now starting out the healing journey and becoming aware of their spiritual journey is one ethereal trinity aka trinity on youtube um, her socials are Ethereal Trinity on Twitter and Instagram, and she talks about just lifestyle things, spirituality concepts, you know, sexuality, just anything that comes to mind, mental health, 
and she shares a lot of her life on YouTube and is very transparent as well and I really enjoy watching her and she's based in the same city I'm based in so I feel like that's pretty cool and yeah I just really really enjoy watching her and another YouTuber my favorite YouTuber of all time is Hitomi Mochizuki shout out to you Hitomi literally every video she makes helps heal the collective she's very 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 transparent about the things that she goes through and the intention isn't to get people to pity her or to get people to view her differently it's just because she knows that somebody out there will relate and somebody out there will feel like they have someone holding space for them when they watch her videos so she also has an app that is really helpful for healing she is a hatha yogi and she posts yoga videos on her app she posts certain tea recipes on her app and on her youtube channel she just posts lifestyle videos and morning routines she's a vegan so if you want to get into vegan food and certain recipes you can watch her videos as well. In those videos, she talks about mindful eating and mindfulness in general. So those topics can be very, very, very helpful to someone that is just now starting out their healing journey and, you know, all about healing. And that's really what matters when you look for someone to watch for educational purposes or spiritual purposes. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. I'm going to take those two channels out myself because I don't, I'm not really on YouTube like that, unless it's like my friend's channel. So I'm down for new recommendations. Yep. Bet, bet. So another thing that we wanted to recommend to you all are crystals. Like I said earlier, I do have a crystal shop called 432 Hertz Healing along with my spiritual services. And if you made it this far in the podcast, you do get a discount if you order anything on my site, including spiritual services using the code FIRSTPODCAST. That is the number one ST podcast. And the website is 432hzhealing.com. So the two crystals I would like to recommend are clear quartz and selenite. These are known as like master healers. Clear quartz helps with literally everything, balancing all energetic centers and returning you back to self, returning you back to peace, returning you back to tranquility. And selenite just cleanses everything. If you don't want to use sage, if you don't want to use incense, you can definitely just use a piece of selenite, cleanse your whole room, cleanse yourself. So they're just two very, very useful crystals. Yes, those two are really good. Those are, you know, those are two of like the more basic beginner ones are really, really, really good. Like, like Maya said, the master healers. All right, so two of mine um, that are really good for beginners, amethyst and rose quartz. So um, rose quartz is known for unconditional love, tapping into that self-love. Um, healing a lot of the wounds that deal with the heart chakra and um just how you view yourself so it's really big love um crystal 
really big love crystal. And then for amethyst, um, amethyst really helps you connect with your third eye, your dreams, your intuition, just everything most spiritual. Um, so that's one of my favorite crystals as well. It's purple. I'm, I don't remember if it can be other colors, but yeah, most time it's purple. <laughs> it's purple. <laughs> And you can sleep with it. It helps you dream, helps you call dreams. Just really good psychic crystal. Also, is the uh, number one sobriety, sobriety, ooh, crystal. And um, you know, trying to, you're trying to help yourself become sober, let go of some addictions, some bad habits. That crystal is really good too. So, amethyst and rose quartz. All right, those are some great recommendations on your part for books, YouTubers, and crystals. So, um, is there anything else you wanted to share with the audience before we close out? Um, I would just say, just be patient with yourself as you're going through these new changes. Not everything is going to look the way you want it some days. And, um, life is up and down all the time. You know, it's easier said than done, but you just gotta go with the flow and just trust that you can do this. You got this. You got this. That was very, very sweet and true. So to close out this podcast, we would like to invite you to meet yourself with your breath. So we're going to lead you in another breathwork exercise. So if you just close your eyes and be here now and allow yourself to be in this present moment and to feel your breath and connect to your awareness. For joining us today in this podcast and to allowing yourself to level up with some new information and beginner tips to help start your healing journey and continue your spiritual journey so again i'm naya my instagram and twitter is naya kalala i'm cam again and my instagram is earthy individualist and if you want to check out my crochet 
designs. My Instagram is surrounded by stitches, and then you can also search surround my stitches on Google. Yep. All right. Again, thank you for joining us today. And thank you. Time. Yes.